Welcome back to Outside the Zone. The boys are back. NBA playoffs season is here. Oh my God, these playoffs have been amazing so far. Your boy, Doc, is in the house. Doc, how's it going? I cannot wait to get into these matchups with you. Bro, I'm not going to lie, man. I'm exhausted, dude. These late nights on the East Coast, it is hard. It is a hard time to live, man, with these playoffs. Each playoff, like, every night's like at one, it ends at 1.30 a.m. Like, yeah, I mean, we, we, be, we all know Doc's bedtime is 8 o'clock, so this, this grandpa know. needs to get to bed. So come on, Adam Silver. Come on. Adam give... Silver, like, you're <laughs> killing me here, dude. I, I'm sleep deprived right now, man. I don't even know the last time I've slept, like, six hours, dude. With all the privilege you have being on the, you know, on the middle time zones and everything, I wish I had that same. Dude, same it's crazy. Like I'm in, I'm in Central Time, and I'm still like going to bed like so late, and I'm exhausted at work. I'm like, they need to, they need to move these games up a little bit. Like I they feel like the Western Coast, man. the West Coast people can live a little bit with watching yeah. the games during their dinner. Come on. <laughs> Screw the West, guys. Like this is an Eastern, you know, we're an Eastern country. There's right. nothing out west outside of California. Like, come on. <laughs> I agree with you. Well, hey, man, let's get right into it. Let's just go through these matchups. It's, we're recording this Saturday or Friday morning. Um, Friday we the just 28th. had Friday the 28th. We just had some awesome games last night. So let's just start with those. The Lakers take a commanding two to one series lead over the Phoenix Suns, who looked good, but Chris Paul has also not been himself, which was the reason the Suns have been the Suns this year. So what do you think? What do you think with the series so far? And who, what do you think it's going to end like? Listen, during the regular season, the Suns, I feel like, were one of the healthiest teams in all the NBA, right? And that definitely helped them become the two seed in the West and obviously having one of the best records in the West. And so I don't know if they maybe this is just like, you know, you know, a means coming to an average or, you know, some point an injury is going to hit. Obviously, in my opinion, it happened to their most important player. I think Book is their best player, but I think Paul's more important to the team. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you agree, but yep. obviously. So, like, even if Chris Paul's playing, like, he does not look himself at all you know like he just looks like a shell of himself he can barely move that arm i feel like right yeah so i mean it's it's a wrap i think if chris paul was healthy i think wow. Phoenix would actually be up to one right now i think they would have gotten either i i think they might have even won game two if chris yeah. paul was healthy so i think it's a wrap i you know i i think it'll be over in five i think la wins four one i think lebron gets a much needed rest maybe phoenix grabs another game and goes to six but i i think it's over Wow. Yeah. I mean, it, it really is reminding me of last year's series against the Blazers. You kind of had this team that was surging. I mean, the Blazers obviously are not as good as the Suns, but they kind of had the momentum going in. You kind of thought that they could do it. And then the Lakers kind of got their groove going and you can kind of see like LeBron's figuring out how to beat this team. And he was very passive. He's still pretty passive yeah. pretty much the entire game, but then second half came and he's like, okay, this is how I attack. And he was starting to attack and it was nice seeing him uh, not hop, not be, bothered by the ankle I'm sure it's gonna I'm sure it'd bother him if he did that for a whole four quarters right now and I don't see him being in full health yet but I think especially the Lakers can close out on five that gives LeBron much much needed rest because the second he got his ankle healed he had a play-in game and then playoffs so like he didn't really get to coast coast on the ankle so yeah I mean agree with you I think it's sad it's sad that chris paul is not healthy yeah. and this guy just always gets hurt at the worst times like Houston, man and like, you know how big of a chris paul fan i am like i yeah. i was so mad when they got matched up with the lakers like i feel like if they were in the jazz position they really could have made a run at those conference finals like yeah i think it would have been but now now it's like if they get a first round exit like i think it's still an amazing success story for the Suns, but it just won't feel right. that way which is very unfortunate yeah. but ooh, i, I don't it, it, Go ahead. Really quick before we segue, though, too, 
I've been, I gotta say, I'm, well, first off, LeBron just doesn't look like himself, right? Like, he has his moments, right. like you said, but that's, like, concerning, you know? He's not himself. 80, the past two games has looked pretty good, so he's at least looking good. But on the on the Phoenix side, man, DeAndre Aiden has got a lot better this year. I know Trey Young's I've been, been telling you. Yep. I've been telling you, bro. We're, <laughs> maybe we're just on the same page about this. But I think, you know, I think in that draft class, like, Luca by far is, like, the top guy in the draft class. But I think we do need to have a conversation about, like, kind of – I. I think I don't know if I would put Aiden above, you know, Shea or Trey Young, but I think he's like in that same realm right now. Like he's established, I think himself is like the clear-cut fourth best guy with an with an argument to go higher on the list. You know, like he's playing really well right now, and the defense has gotten a lot better this year too, which is where he really struggled before. Yeah, the defense was definitely a struggle, and I think it was he definitely didn't put up stats-wise as good as he had the year prior. Just, but that's just because Chris Paul was there yeah. using the ball. He had less touches, but his efficiency yeah. went up, and he. Right, he was focusing on just being the best in his role that he could, and that's hard for a young big man to want to do. And it's so impressive that Chris one overall pick, right? Exactly, and that's just I think it's a testament to Chris Paul's leadership. Um, yeah, but Marshall yeah, I, dude, I don't know. There's there's like actually like I think I think uh, SGA. I think I would still put him over eight, and I think I got Trey over eight, and I got obviously yeah, Luca. That's fair. Yeah, that's um, fair. So yeah, maybe I mean top four. I could see that. Be, yeah, I, I think I have him over Jaron Jackson, so. Yeah, JJ's been a mystery this year, man. He missed most of the year. Right. He's just not been, his ceiling is higher, I think, in my opinion. But, yeah. He's just I'm interested in him, and we can transition into Memphis Let's and Jazz it. Series talking about him. Great transition there, man. Look at him. <laughs> great transition. I'm, I'm interested in – because he could be up for an extension this summer. And I think with the Jazz drafting so, – or the Grizzlies drafting so well, like, he if he was on another team, he would probably get a good – a good extension, but with Brandon Clark and the other, the other young guys they have there, I don't know if the Grizzlies are going to, I mean, he's a great piece and he's important to them, but I don't know. I don't know. I wonder how far they'll go on the extension for him. You got to keep him. I mean, yeah. I know they have jaw. I still actually think JJ ceiling is higher than jaws. I think JJ has wow. an unbelievably high ceiling. And I mean, you know, I love John. I think Jaws going to be like perennial also for sure. It's probably a future super superstar the way he's playing right now, mm -hmm. you know? But I think JJJ, just like for one, he's a unicorn in today's game. I feel like he has the rim protection. Like he's crazy athletic, can really protect the rim when he's locked in. Obviously, his three-point shooting is there. He just needs to round out other parts of his game. Health is the biggest key, right? Like he's missed a lot of time. And that's and I think that's the question, right? Like how, you know, how long can he stay on the floor? And I guess that's what Memphis has to decide. Like how much can you pay a guy, you know, if you're just unsure if he's going to be available, you know? So Right, exactly. His health has been... Not good at all. Um, but yeah, so I like, yeah, Jaws becoming a superstar in front of our eyes. And we've yeah. seen him, his rookie year was amazing. And Skywalker, he showed that man. he, yeah, he showed that he can be a guy. And now he's showing that he can just get a bucket whenever he needs to. And we didn't see that his rookie year is kind of being like showing those flashes, like showing that he can run a, run a team. And now he's like, he's leading the wins. And that's something that even yeah. Zion hasn't learned yet, which is crazy. The progression year two, he's able to like win a huge game and deliver down the, clutch against one of the best players in the league Steph Curry so I mean yeah. perhaps the job okay so let's talk about this series um the the Jazz got Donovan Mitchell back and kind of showed why they're the number one seed they dominated the Grizzlies the Grizzlies props exactly. to them they did yeah. not give up and yeah. I think that's a testament to Jaw and, and all those young guys don't Dylan Brooks is playing out of his mind 
but Desmond Bain. Baz, I mean, you go down the list. Valanciunas right. is playing really well right now. I mean, right. go down the list, man. I That's cannot believe they're right getting there. they're getting so much value out of Valanciunas, which is incredible. He he was. I I always thought he was really good in Toronto, and they just. I mean, listen, they made the right trade. Obviously, getting Gasol and winning a chip, but like, right. I feel like he was undervalued in Toronto. Like he was yeah. good there. Yeah, and they had a lot of talent there too. It was tough for yeah, him to get yeah. the touches, and now the Grizzlies kind of with their style, they played through him, and they want they want the the bigs to be. To be, like their their points in the paint is the, I'm pretty sure it's the best in the league during the regular season. So, um, but yeah, I if I could give my analysis on this series, I think with when Donovan Mitchell came back, we kind of realized why the Jazz were the number one seed, why they were so dominant this season. They're so deep, and once Donovan Mitchell is there, like it it opens up their shooters to and their role players to just do their job. And as long as they they don't even need to go above their job. As long as each one just sticks to their percentages and gets their even five, six points a game, and that's enough. And I think we showed they scored 141 points in game two. That's crazy against a, a, a against a really gritty Grizzlies team. Yeah, I mean, I mean this this Utah team is I, I think just too good. Memphis is probably a couple years away from really like contention in the West. I think. I mean, but this Utah team is there. I think even without Donovan Mitchell, if he wasn't playing this series, I know they lost game one, but I, they were still going to win the series, in my opinion. You have. I mean, you have Gobert, who's going to clean up every mistake on the perimeter defense-wise. Right. And then you have – I mean, Mike Conley yesterday what went – or that whenever they last played, he won 20 and 15, 20 points and 15 assists. Like, he's playing wow. like he's in, a, in his prime again. Like, he's in – I mean, literally, like, he's in Memphis, you know. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, you got, like, Joe Ingles is playing really well. Jordan Clarkson, sixth man of the year. Joe Ingles was, you know, second place, sixth man of the year. And then Bogdanovich has been coming on late too. Like they just have so many guys, like you said, like one, I mean, at least two of those guys are going to catch fire every single game. Right. Right. And with the way they play defense, like by committee and man, this team is good. This yeah. Team is really hey, good. I think that, I think that I think it'll be jazz in five. I think that I don't think that's anything that I don't think Grizzlies fans should be upset about that. I think the Grizzlies fans should be really proud of this season and really excited for the future. And Honestly, even though the Grizzlies will probably be drafting like mid first round, obviously, I would be excited about that. Like, I trust yeah. your front office to choose the right guy and get you another really great player to play with those guys. And I, I think even, they'll find someone yeah. good. Even if they miss, it's like every pretty much most of their core is young, anyways. Like, you're going to get right. a year more of development. Like, they're going to get better, a lot better, regardless. And I think they get another game. I think I got you, Jazz, in six. I think. Okay. Okay. I, think, I wow. mean, the way. It, Listen, the, the the resilience they showed in game two, coming back from twenty down. Yeah, I just think this team is too much fight, and I feel like they'll be they'll be able to will out a game in Memphis. So. I can see that. I can see that, and just yeah, being back home will definitely help. Cool. So I think that one's pretty easy. Let's get into the okay. Let's let's uh let's rattle off another easy series to predict and kind of go this one quickly. Probably uh Philly versus the Wizards. Do you want to stick on the West actually first? You just want to sure go through West? sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah, let's just talk about the other game last night. It was Nuggets versus Trailblazers, and man, I just want to say serious. that Jokic's like three rebounds at the end there won me like forty bucks in DraftKings because there I I, barely, I I won by one point, and so I'll take that. Thank you, Jokic, for those there extra three go. rebounds. It's but effort, okay, man. if Monte Morris doesn't miss that doesn't miss that free throw, man, <laughs> thank you, Monte. Right but seriously, I think even the score was within five. The Nuggets pretty handedly won this game, especially yeah. due to clutch play by Austin Rivers, who was on his couch a couple months ago watching basketball and now he's like it's great I love that for him and uh, Jokic scored 36 points yesterday he showed why he's the MVP do do the Trailblazers bounce back and get able to be able to win the series I know both of us kind of thought the Trailblazers would win the Mm -hmm. series I mean it was close coming in 
I mean, and you got to think about this. Like, this is how good Jokic is. That team is so under, you know, undermanned. You got right. Jamal Murray, your second best player, who's obviously out. Your next best guard, Will Barden, hasn't played a single minute yet. And even yeah. like, despite that, Michael Porter, I feel like hasn't even played great this series, in my opinion, at least. Like, right. And even despite Ex- that, at least down the down the stretch of the regular season, he was balling, and we kind of need really that was, again. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, if he gets hot, like the way Jokic. I mean, Jokic just controls that offense. Like, he does what he wants. Nurkic is a really good defender, in my opinion. Like, their defense got a lot better with him. But, like, he just can't stay on the floor because Jokic is so good at getting fouls, you know, drawing right. fouls. So, like, I, I still think, man, I mean, I still think it's going to go seven. I, I really do. I feel like it's a toss-up at this point, though, because, yeah, I mean, they just don't have an answer for Jokic. And, I mean, no one does, right? But. Right. I mean, when the second Nurkic went out, the the – the oh, Nuggets yeah. just took off, and I don't know. Interesting coaching decision to go small, but like again, like Cantor's not the best. Yeah. But sometimes you just need a body there, and they just the the Nuggets just took advantage of that that size the size discrepancy that the yeah. when the Blazers went small. So I think I th- I mean maybe they maybe the same thing would have happened. Jokic would have destroyed Cantor if Cantor played, but I don't know. I feel like it was it was a close game before Nurkic fouled out, and then the Nuggets just kind of went away with it. Cantor would have at least helped on the boards, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They could, yeah, they could not get the offense, the defensive yeah. rebound to save their lives. And then both, Kanner, so game, yeah. game two was kind of a blowout, but uh, game yeah. one and game three kind of were really close until like five minutes left in the game, and then one yeah. team just took off down the stretch. So I don't think that this is like the Nuggets serious to lose. Like I think it's still like pretty going to be pretty close, and it's just who's going to make the shots down the stretch. Game one, we saw Dame do it. Game three we saw austin rivers do it so who's going to be that and if i had to trust i mean down the stretch you, you're going to assume that you want dame 10 times yeah. like 10 more times right than yeah. than anyone on the nuggets so yeah i could, I could see this going hitting those, like wacky like <laughs> step back like with his hands above his head jumpers man if, when, i don't know once he gets he once he gets those going then you know there's it's just over like i wish you could like show someone that watched basketball in like a 1920 40s or whenever yeah. basketball first started to show him clips of Jokic playing and just to see their their like reaction yeah <laughs> um so do you do you still have the Blazers in seven I I think I do it's just I feel like the series is just gonna be like all over the place like back and forth I think I still got Blazers in seven yeah gotcha I, I think I'm gonna go Nuggets in seven Nuggets in seven yeah I wouldn't be surprised yeah yeah, yeah. um cool so let's let's rattle off the West with my favorite Ooh. series. <laughs> I cannot wait for your reaction here, but I mean, I'm giving, oh my you, God. I'm giving you this man. I'll just bask, <laughs> bask in your glory right now. I'm giving you, this. I, I mean, Oh my God, Luca is so good. And he, I think it's, it's, there's been so much hype lately about who the top five players in the NBA is. I think Luca needs to be in there and people kind of don't think about him, but like, yes, he has Przingis, but, he is the, he is the heartbeat of that team. He he's the quarterback. He runs everything. He is the Mavs offense runs like a damn machine. Rick Carlisle, amazing. Like every single thing the Clippers tried, the Mavs had an answer for right away. Like whenever they were doubling Luca on the drive, he found the perfect guy open. Whenever they let Luca go, he took advantage of the mismatch and just ran to the rim. Like every time, every time they had Zubac is a solid rim protector. They every time they brought Zubac out, Luca pulled up and hit the shot over him. Anytime they kept Zubac down low, Luca just took Pat Pat Bev to the paint. So, oh my God, the, I'm so disappointed at the Clippers' inability to make adjustments, especially Ty Lue. Like you're a defensive coach, yeah. the whole the whole reason you're the coach there is because of the adjustments you made in the series against the Warriors when the when it was the Cavs. Like that's 
that's why you're even like regarded as a solid coach. Like, what are you doing? We're there's zero adjustments, and there seemed to be no care from the Clippers that the Mavs were scoring at will. It was that game was just it was boring to watch just because of how no defense was being played. It was like an all star game, but man, the the Clippers are in trouble. But I could still I would not be surprised if they bounced back and won this series. Yeah, I mean, listen, listen, man. Here's what it is: Luca's been the best player in the series, and it's not close. Like at a certain point, I'm with you. Tyloo's been I mean, Tyloo's been outcoached like crazy this series. I think right. so far the series has been the biggest coaching mismatch out of yeah. all the series so far. You know, yeah. Maybe outside of Miami Bucks, because actually Budenholzer's done a really good job in my opinion there. Right. But the series is like right there in terms of coaching mismatch, uh, and. Yeah, I mean, they just have no answer. And, like, at a certain point, it's like you got to just stick Kawhi and PG on there, and you just have to be like, all right, we're not switching. Like, we're trapping and making sure that PG or Kawhi stays on the entire game. Like, at a certain point, I don't know why that's – it's simple. Like, it's just a simple, like, shift in philosophy, but they just choose to switch everything, and it just gives Luka these chances against, like, Zubac one-on-one against – yeah. Reggie, Jackson, Reggie Jackson should never be guarding Luka one-on-one <laughs> ever. Like, he shouldn't. You know, I don't, yeah, why don't they even try it? Like, they didn't even try it. Like, like you it, see, obviously like, what they did wasn't working. <laughs> like, I mean, just look at any other, like, team when they, you know, if there's, like, Golden State's playing, Portland's playing, or, you know, uh, Le- LeBron's playing or something like that, you know, or some other players on a roll like Jimmy. Other teams, when they realize they can't switch, they just trap to ensure, yeah, yeah maybe the roller gets free. But, like, at that point, it's like, you know Luka's going to do damage. Let the roller run free and deal with the ramifications. Make someone else make a play. And it's just very disappointing that, like, at this point, we're two games in there, down 0-2, that that adjustment has not been made. And I'll say this, too. Listen, PG has been talking a lot. And, listen, in the regular season, he's an all-star player, amazing player. (laughs) In the playoffs, yeah, he had a decent game, too. But let's be real. He's a good starter in the playoffs. He's not an all-star in the playoffs. Not at all, all right? Wow. He, he's not. Like, yeah, he had, a, he had a great game, too. Like, 28 points, right? Right. Tim Hardaway put up 28 points, too. You know, he, <laughs> oh my. he had a horrible game one. So, like, yeah, he's a really good starter in the playoffs. He's not an all-star in the playoffs anymore. He used to oh. be one, but he's not. That There's a reason he's won, like, one playoff series in, like, the past six years. And he just complains then about it, too. Like, Yeah, wow. I mean, Paul George needs to be – the Paul George that everyone thinks he is. And if he, if he keeps just, I mean, he's been good. Like, I don't think he's been like atrocious, Game like, one, he was bad. but he needs opinion. to be better. First, the first half he was bad, but I think that was just nerves and like getting into his head. Nerves but he kind of, what bro, this is, he's been in be, the league for 10 years. It's a first dude, round playoff series. The second you're down 20, like, and you're like, oh shoot, that that the nerves start to kick in. The Mavs yeah, went off to like a from huge the bucket, start. Like he was bad in the first half. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it was just yeah, whatever. Um, but like, I mean, I thought the Clippers were going to win the championship this year. I really thought the Clip. I don't. I don't think that anymore. Like, they don't look good at all. And yeah. like, the reason I thought they'd win it all was because like I thought I thought Ibaka was like kind of that answer to their solution. He played six minutes last game. He's just hasn't been healthy game. really all season. I mean, he but again, lost like thirty games. Right. And again, you shouldn't like the Clippers are too talented just to need a Baca to kind of take them to the next level. Like they should be able to get there themselves with all the talent they have. They're super deep. They have redeem playoff Rondo is playing like playoff Rondo. Like that should be enough. Yeah. Like there shouldn't, there's really no excuse if they lose this. Like if they don't lose this then that's, I, I, I think it definitely like, I don't think the talk should just be Clippers. I think the talk should be about how good Luca is, Yeah, but I think, 
that but it's maybe the Kawhi, about, the, yeah, yeah. The, Kawhi and, the Kawhi and Fiji experiment, like that's just, a, oh. that's for not. Especially if Kawhi leaves this offseason and then the Clippers are stuck with PG and no assets that gave up everything for PG. Oh, I would oh. feel so bad for Clippers fans, man. That's, that's exactly why they say, oh, those picks are going to be really bad. Maybe not. Like, that's what I'm saying. Brooklyn, like, right? That's what that's yeah, what I, I, thing was. <laughs> I, I don't know. If KD leaves, that'd be pretty funny. But they have they have KD and James Harden for a yeah. while. <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, that's that's fair. And, yeah, I mean, listen, if I still – I'm with you. Like, if the Clippers come back and win the series, I'm not going to be surprised at all. You know, like, I'm <laughs> – I can see him going to Miami. It. I could see Kawhi going to Miami. Kawhi, Jimmy, and Bam, oh, boy. That's, that's insane. That's, I mean – Miami's identity is really Kawhi's identity. Like that defense would be, oh my god. <laughs> That's what we thought about this Clippers team too, where like you have Paul or um, Patrick Beverly, you have Paul George, Marcus yeah, Morris, but they just Baca, don't have that rim protection. Like, they don't have that Baca's rim protection. Great, yeah, yeah, but he yeah, hasn't he's played. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if he plays, I think this is a different series. I really do think so. Like if you watch this, like just watching this game, the Mavs just had uncontested layups over uncontested layups. Like it was yeah. just easy. And like I feel like a, I mean, Ibaka's not doing everything, but I feel like he's his impact would be insane. But yeah. we'll see. So, All right, let's uh, really quick, really quick though. Kristaps, I feel like he's been up and down the series too. You know, like at a certain point, I I think I've come to realize this. Like he's not. I don't think he's the guy like you want next to Luca long term. Yeah. Like, I feel like you need to find a second, you know, like you need to find another Robin. I don't think he's yeah. it. I would be I would be worried if the Mavs like either lose this series or lose the next one. Kind of like what's next? This is our ceiling with the Kristaps and Luca. I mean, Luca's gonna get better, but well, yeah, like you said, we need we need someone better, and I don't know I don't know how they even get someone with picking so yeah. late it's kind yeah. of it kind of reminds me of the lebron era first time yeah but well, the, chris is obviously better. so much more talent i mean it's you can't compare right. this team is way more talented than those right teams. but uh yeah it does kind of scare me i, I don't I, I don't think chris Stapps is just the right fit next to luke and they, they obviously work it out but he's he's more than he's like chris yeah. should be more than a spot-up shooter and I, he played really well in game two and he kind of got his mojo back so hopefully that keeps it up but he needs to take advantage of these mismatches like oh, why God. is he not why is he not Backing it, backing down yeah. Beverly or backing down Reggie Jackson, like I don't know, it's yeah. it's weird, and I, I just maybe he's just not that kind of player, and I don't know, maybe I, what we saw in New, like New York was. That. I feel like the health is definitely taking stuff away from. I mean, he's had yeah. so many injuries, and like I think it's definitely part of it too. But I mean, they got to make some de- decisions now because Hardaway is going to be a free agent. I mean, I feel like he's, oh. the way he's playing, you got to keep him. He's gone. Yeah, I I, I almost feel like Hardaway's been the bigger like get you know in that trade from New York than. Porzingis for a lot of this. You know, <laughs> hey, if you keep Hardaway, though, like you you sign Hardaway to a big deal, like you're kind of that's your roster for the next five it, years. That's the thing, yeah. Like, can you then resign guys like Finney Smith? Like, he's so important to that team too. Like, there right. so many like role players. Cle- you know, Maxi Kleber. Um, Kleber and we really would like Luca to play with like a really good, like a Bam kind of center. Yeah, but that's I, I don't think like it's hard to find someone Luca can play with well it's just more so like right. that guy just has to be consistent in what he can do yeah you know yeah I mean yeah he needs like another top 20 player and Kristaps is not even that. just like even just like another like maybe guard or someone that can just take some pressure playmaking duties off like Jalen Brunson has been nice for them this year like whenever he comes into the game and takes him off of Luca, I feel like that's a great for them because like Luca can at least you know rest a little bit because it's usually just Usage is so high and yeah, yeah. Imagine if that's someone better than Jalen Brunson, like that would be really good. Exactly. <laughs> cool. So that's the West. I think just amazing. Like the rest of these series are mostly going to be really good. I think. But and it's so wide have... open in the West, right? 
Like, it's so wide open with the Lakers not looking great. Clippers obviously not looking great. It's so wide open. The second round is going to be even better, man. These these matchups in the second round, like, are going to be so good. Could be, yeah. (laughs) Um, all right, let's move on to the East and let's start, let's start easy. And then I want to get into the Bucks heat because I can't wait to talk about that one. So let's just start wizard 76ers. I think this will be quick. I, I I'm thinking a sweep. I'm with you. Yeah. It's, it's just, I don't think you should, anyone should be upset at Russell Westbrook or Bradley Beal. They had an amazing season coming back from the horrible start, but talent wins out. The 76ers are so talented, so well coached, so disciplined defensively. It's, I mean, unless unless Bradley Beal goes for like a sixty point game or something like that, it should be a sweep. Yeah, only people you should be as upset at are for one, the guy throwing popcorn because that's not you know that's messed up, especially yeah. when a guy's injured and leaving the game. And then two, Davis Bertans for putting up zero points on oh my god, that's contract. <laughs> eighty million. You can't put up zero points. Eighty million. Are you like, yeah, not bad. even like? Anything, no, no stats. <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> no I mean, stats. dude, like Luke Kennard hasn't played a minute yet in the series and he's getting 64. Oh, I got that contract so wrong. I thought it was going to be good for the Clippers. And he just, I think it's, he should be getting uh, minutes, yeah, but Ty Lue is just messing up in my opinion. Like, I did not like that contract. But yeah, didn't they, they, did they make that contract after they've hired Ty Lue? I, I think so. Cause it was closer to the start uh, of the season. I feel that's like that's really the weird. Trade yeah, I right. mean, you know, like, what he does, like, he, it's not like his game has changed, and then you just decide, yeah, like, we signed you to 16 years, or 16 million a year, four years, and it hasn't even started yet, like, it's gonna get <laughs> next year, and you're Ooh. just being like, yeah, we're not even gonna, like, play you, like. That's what I right. keep that bag, keep that bag. It's the Clippers, Ohio. oh, I, oh, <laughs> amazing for him, you just get to chill all, you know, chill, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's, let's get into it, um, box heat. The oh, Bucks man. just took a commanding 3-0 lead. Wow. This series has – the first game was really close, but other than that, it's been a blowout after blowout. First game was wow. amazing, and yeah. I really thought this would be like a going to seven. But, man, yeah. this is this is going to be an easy sweep, it's looking like. I feel like Miami, Miami's got to get a game, I feel like, at some point, <laughs> right? Like, right. Man, that game one was everything. I think – do you remember the Cavs-Toronto 2018 yep. LeBron's last year? So you remember Cavs had Toronto's number, right? Like, yeah. I feel like Miami has the Bucks number going into the series. And game one was, like, crazy Cavs-Toronto. Like, remember all the putback chances Toronto had? They just couldn't capitalize, went in overtime, and obviously Cavs won, and Cavs going yeah. sweep. I feel yeah. like if Miami was able to pull out game one, I think it would have just been a psychological thing where it's, like, the Bucks yeah. would have been, like, oh, we're done. And, you know, it would have been, like, maybe a five-game series again for Miami. You know, something pretty easy. But well, – they got they got game one. They got that confidence, and they're blowing Miami out like it's bad. Yeah, man. the mat the matchups are just unreal. Like it's they're just exposing. And props to Bud. I mean, you even called it. You were criticizing yeah. him last year. You were saying if he doesn't play Giannis and TJ at the five this series, like it's gonna be bad. And Dave Bud's just completely used his personnel to his advantage. And it's they're, they're it's so weird that Miami. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like they can. They have so they have like five five good defenders on their team i can't i don't know why i can't think of the, the fifth guy but yeah and then when you added bobby portis and Bryn forbes who are two of the top three yeah. three-point shooters in the nba and you put that around Giannis, and you can play that lineup like that activates Giannis, and then you can take Giannis out and have chris middleton and drew run the show when Giannis is resting it's perfect <laughs> it's it's crazy it really is crazy like 
I, I'm, and I, when even I watch Jimmy Butler, it's like, yeah, you know, they run a lot of pick and rolls to try to get him on better switches. So Giannis is guarding him. They do a pick and roll, get a switch. Now it's like P.J. Tucker. Like, what can you even do? It's just like <laughs> absurd. Like, then trying to get someone else, Drew Holiday gets on him. Like, it's just like crazy the amount of defensive guys they have. Like, I mean, their weakest defender is Chris Middleton. And he's not even bad. Like, he's like decent, you know? So like, That's crazy. yeah, I mean, you nailed it. I mean, I honestly, what this is, it's a talent mismatch. You know, yeah. it's probably coaching too, where Bud just done a really good job. And but I mean, this Miami team just has Bam and Jimmy just have not played well at all in offense this series. And I mean, they've also missed a lot of like both of them have missed so many open looks. So I think maybe they're not healthy or whatever it is because they just don't look great. But I mean, like this Bucks defense has just tormented them too. Yeah, and Tyler it's... Hero's been a no show at all. Oh like, my he's god, been he's awful. so bad. It's like I think I think the rock star life got to him. <laughs> I mean, man, they could have had James Harden right now, but they just didn't want to let go of Tyler Hero. Like that's, that's messed up. That's so like history's gonna look at that and be like, oh, what? That one and the Lakers not trading for Kyle Lowry if the Lakers don't win the yeah. this year. That's gonna yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that. So, it, how did this Heat team make the playoffs last year? Like, it's I mean, like we said, Tyler Hero is not playing. You mean the, as good you mean as the finals. They made the, the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how did this Heat team make the finals? Um, Jay Crowder obviously isn't there anymore, but like. It's wild, the complete difference from this year to last year, just with, like, Tyler Hero not playing Tyler Hero's self and then Jay Crowder not there. Like, the Heat should be just really disappointed right now. And they're only the 60 because of injuries. It's not like they were not this good during the regular season. When Jimmy played, they were good. They were – they would have had the same – they had the same, like, percent winning percentage with Jimmy there as when he was playing. um, It was on par with Milwaukee's. So, like, they were right up there with – yeah. Yeah. So, this is just embarrassing for Miami. It really is. Yeah, I mean – I mean, they were obviously very good in the playoffs last year, right? Like, I don't, right. I, I don't think it was a fluke the way they made it through. And even against the Lakers, it's like they were – Bam didn't even – you know, Bam, what, missed most of the series. Drogic barely played. And they right. still willed themselves to two wins. So, like, it wasn't a fluke. I just think, like, Jimmy's not playing as well, obviously. Bam's not playing as well. I mean, just look, everyone just isn't playing as well. Like, yeah. like shooting-wise, they're just shooting so poorly overall. And, like, yeah, I don't know what it is. Maybe they just – I mean, they're running into a better team, obviously, a team with a lot of confidence. You know, I mean. Yeah. Hey, I was not high on Giannis's ability to, like, lead a team in the playoffs, but now I'm I'm excited for Giannis. I'm excited for him to, like, change my mind about this. And like, the next series, if they play that when they when they play the Nets, yeah. it's if, if if the Bucks can win that, oh my God, like that would be huge. I don't I don't think they can, but I'm sure we'll have a podcast before that series to talk about it. Yeah. I don't know how the Nets guard Giannis. I mean, Miami's having so many issues. I don't know how the Bucks are gonna or how the Nets are gonna guard him. But before yeah. we before we transition over to that series, you think it's a clean sweep or do you think Miami gets one? I think it's a clean sweep. I think it's tough to motivate yourself when you're down 0-3. Gotcha. I I I don't see that being an issue for the Heat team. I feel like they have too much pride with Jimmy there. Like I, <laughs> I think they'll get one. But interesting. Yeah. I but again, I'm not gonna be surprised if it's a clean sweep the way this Bucks gotcha. team is playing. So. Hey, maybe yeah, maybe they want to win it, win it at home. Alrighty, let us move on to the Hawks versus the Knicks. So, uh, a couple nights ago, we had actually a really weird game. The Hawks were like really dominating the first half, and then the yeah. Knicks kind of ran away with it at the end, and they tied the series up. I after the first half, you asked me, I'm like, dang, okay, Atlanta's just Atlanta's figured it out. They were just way better than the Knicks. But props to the Knicks, they are tough. Derrick Rose, man, he, I'm so happy for him. Like just seeing his ability to like. When play a lot of minutes, like especially in 
do this. Oh, it just it warms my heart because it's just heartbreaking to look at that guy's career and all the things that happened to him. And Knicks fans have got to be got to be happy, but also Hawks fans. They stole a game away in in the Garden. That's not an easy thing to do in the playoffs. Yeah, both teams have got to feel good right now. Like, dude, that that energy at MSG right now, man. Oh, like it's special. Yeah, it is special. Especially ex- except the fan that spit on Trey Young. Like he should he yeah. should be banned from not just. MSG, the NBA should ban him from any NBA game, and the NFL and MLB should do the same. It should be for anyone, like him for sure, especially when you're in a pandemic and you're spitting at someone. Yeah. I mean, like that's, or, I mean, that's, that's assault to me. That's yeah, assault. Something is mentally wrong with you to think that's okay. So, I mean, that's assault. He should be arrested, no doubt. Guy that threw popcorn wow. again, like Russ has literally hurt his ankle and limping out of there and you throw that. Like you wouldn't do that if you were on the street. Again, I'm with say every arena banned for life, no doubt about it. Arrest him too. So <laughs> about this about the series, it's I this has been the best series in the East for sure, I think in my opinion. Like most entertaining. I don't think yeah. it's close. And Julius Randle hasn't even played that good. And they're still tied one one. So I feel like they have to feel pretty good about themselves. Yeah. I mean I don't I wonder if Julius Randle's game is transfers to the playoffs. I mean Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he'll step it up, but I, I just wonder if he can do that in like a slow down game. I mean, a lot of his improvement this year has just been like his shot making mm-hmm. and his ability to like hit tough shots. And those shots aren't any easier come playoffs. So it'll be interesting to see if he can like somehow still hit those shots. But I think, I think it's kind of like that playoff atmosphere and he needs to figure out, which I'm proud of him because at the end of the game, he was able to get, get to the line a bunch of times, which helped the Knicks seal the deal. So as long as he can keep, doing that the Knicks are in a good spot if I had to project I think the Hawks still win this series in six six okay and the Hawks are the more talented team for sure mm-hmm. but my my pick coming into it was the Knicks I'm gonna go Knicks in seven still but I think I seven. could go either way yeah I think Hawks win both at home Knicks win the next one in MSG and then Hawks close it out yeah that's fair yeah but uh Trey Young's been playing really well he's yeah. taking a step it's they just they need Trey to hit his shots down the stretch. And, man, their defense down the stretch was so good. They did not let Trey get any open look. And then he took, oh, oh, he took yeah. some ridiculous shots that he definitely shouldn't have taken. But then when he passed it, like, his, DeAndre Hunter missed two wide open looks. Like, that's, yeah. that, that swing was crazy. It's like yeah. he missed that, and then the Knicks hit a three right away. So that was a six-point swing, and that pretty much put it out of order. If he hit that, the Hawks could have won that game. And definitely. that's – so I – I don't know. I, it's it's much closer of a final score than we thought, but man, yeah. they need a <laughs> Trey needs his role players step up there. Yeah. yeah, I also don't. One other takeaway from this: so Randall was amazing in the regular season. I just don't think he's a number one option in the playoffs. It's only been two games. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm overreacting, but I just think like they need. Maybe he can be the second best guy in a championship team offensively. Yeah, but I think they need the guy. You know, but maybe with, like think- pe- maybe with players like seeing how good the Knicks are right now and like seeing the energy, maybe. It, Knicks become a destination so yeah that's that's why I was so against people saying the Knicks should just tank Knicks should just tank because I think the Knicks the Knicks have the the, they're fortunate enough to be the new New York like free agents will want to come there if they're good so all they have to do is prove that they can be competent and they've done that like I don't I don't even know who the top free agents are this year right now but why they ooh I don't know that would be interesting if Kawhi went there wow I don't know um, if I see him coming to New York, but it would be interesting. But right. I think Derrick Rose might be actually might have been the best trade of the year, like in season yeah. trade. Yeah, they. I mean, I can't, Leon Poe. That's 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 the GM, right? Leon Rose. He Leon Rose. He deserves. He he did a great job. 
did, did a phenomenal job since he stepped in. And, and finally, props to Dolan for letting people do their job. He never did that before. And he, look what happens. He finally let people do their job, what they're paid to do, and the Knicks are back in the playoffs as a four seed. So it's almost like owners shouldn't meddle. Um, <clears throat> Dan Gilbert, <laughs> Paul Dolan. All right. Um, so last one, I think. Or yep, did we get him? Oh, yeah. Nets, Nets Celtics. I think this is uh, as lopsided as a series as we can get. It's bad. Oh, it's bad. I feel really bad, too. If Jalen was there, I think it could have been a series. I mean, I, Nets, I think, uh, I would know. still win. I think Nets would still win, but, like, they would at least be able to match up. Like, it's just yeah. so lopsided talent-wise. Yeah. And they have, like, KD can – they have people to guard Tatum just because KD, KD can kind of get in front of Tatum. And the Kemba – Kemba can't score 30 a night. Like, that's just not Kemba. Yeah. He's going to be inconsistent. Uh, it's just not a series. It's it's going to be a sweep. The, it's, the Nets are just way too talented. They really, yeah. That, and I even with Jalen, the Celtics weren't yeah. good this season. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. Like, even with Jalen, like, they're not winning the series. But, like, they could at least gotten, I think, a game or two. It, I mean, just, like, they have – I mean, they have Marcus Smart. They have Tatum to guard. And yeah. it's just, like, they need that third – elite defender and that's what you get in Jalen Brown and even just like right. someone else like playmake and like score because right now like Kemba's your second best option and I feel like Tatum's being asked to do so much yeah like you have to guard KD on one side and then you have to go <laughs> and do everything on offense on the other yeah like, you know, I was like, thinking that I was like they need to take him off t- off KD because he's not gonna have any energy to carry the- I don't know <laughs> that's not that's the thing about KD like he's just such a hard like, matchup yeah he's like a yeah. so tall Robert but- Williams has been good though Nine yeah. blocks in that game one or whatever, like he's yeah. been good. He is he's gonna be uh the future for oh. this the Celtics. We got uh, we got breaking news on the pod, it's a big one. Dante DiVincenzo is out for the playoffs after after suffering a serious tendon injury in his left foot. Oh no. That's, That's actually he's a big really tough. player on the Bucks. He's big in their switchability, you know, he's a really good defender. He's been oh, a better shooter. That's a big loss for the Bucks. Huge loss. I mean, that that means Bryn Forby has more minutes who doesn't bring really bring it on the defensive side yeah. for the switching and stuff that the Bucks need to rely on. Ooh, that's actually that's 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 gonna be interesting to watch in the Nets the the Bucks yeah. Nets series. Probably means more Chris Middleton at the two, more Giannis at the three, and more Tucker at the four with Lopez. Oh at the man. Five. But that's <laughs> a, that is a big injuries. loss, yeah. Especially like a team against like the Nets and stuff, you would have been a nice piece there. That's tough. Right. Oh man. Ah, whatever. So I think we got uh, Nets in four. Yeah, Nets in four. Yeah. Cool, man. I think that we have a good, good next couple of games going. Uh, I think we a lot of these series we could both we both see going seven, which will be fun. And yeah, wait, I don't, I don't think we got your prediction for the Mavs Clippers series. I'm not giving a prediction. Oh, I really want the Mavs to win. Oh. All right, I'm just gonna say Clippers in seven. Wow, <laughs> I think I got Clippers in seven. I got Mavs in seven. I got Mavs. You think, in, you, ooh. you think if Clippers Mavs get to in, a game seven, they come all the way back to seven? You think they're gonna lose? Mavs in six. Okay, Mavs in six. I can see them splitting in Dallas, and then yeah. Clippers winning at home, and then Dallas winning in Dallas. Yeah. Oh, I am so pulling for the Mavs right now. Oh, big time. Yeah. Oh my God. You. Yeah. <laughs> you. It would be. You will have a oh, field day. I, I will let you just have the floor against Paul George. Oh man, it'd be it'd be Christmas in May or June, man. Like it'd be an early Christmas for <laughs> even me. if he oh. plays well. Like 
Oh, I it feel doesn't like matter. It's I'm still yeah, it's still bad. You can't lose, especially when you wanted him. you wanted to play the Mavericks. You chose to play the Mavericks. That's the thing, dude. They literally tanked to get this, and then you can't <laughs> even beat them. Like, oh boy, <laughs> that's so I think funny. They play tonight. I think. Oh, I'm looking forward to that game. Got my popcorn <laughs> ready, and oh, I'm there, man. If this is the biggest game in Clippers franchise history, um, I mean, I don't know if I'd go that far. I mean, I, I'm thinking first maybe series. Game 7 versus the Rockets with Chris Paul era. Yeah, but if they lose this game... game what this about is... Game 7 last year? Or Game 5? You know, any of those games last year in the second Yeah, round. but this year, if they lose if they lose this game, they're, get, they're getting swept. Kawhi's gone. And they have all those picks that are going to be awful. Or that, all their, they're, How do they have a future do with just Paul George? Really, and like, what would you... All right, if they lose the series... They're not going to... I don't think they're going to get swept. If they lose the series... What are the chances you would put on Kawhi leaving? If well, if they to lose today, if they lose tonight, they're getting swept. All right, fine. If, let's say they even gets. All right, let's say they get swept. What percentage do you think um, of chance that it, that it is that Kawhi leaves? Over fifty percent. Really? Well, I mean, there's a reason he didn't sign a long term, a long contract. I don't think it was for the money. Fair. I think it was. I think it was because he's like, this might not work out. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's true. Oh man. You, would, what do you think it is? I feel like he'll, like he's from San Diego, right? He even still lives in San Diego, and he like takes the, you know, like he like takes flights back and forth. I feel like Wait, he just really wants to every be... game. Yeah, you didn't know that. Jeez, <laughs> I did not That's... know that. No. Did you not see that article that came out at the end of last year? Like all the stuff they do for him. Like so, he's allowed to live in San Diego, and he like commutes. Like he takes a flight for each of the practices or each of the games and everything like that to get back to LA. Yeah, he, but Ooh. and then he goes back to San Diego. So that's the thing where it's like he obviously wants to be in San Diego so bad. So can I really see him going somewhere and like actually not living in San Diego? Then? Yeah, true, true. That's that. That's really the only thing I have for why he would stay. Interesting. Yeah, but I would but, feel bad I mean, for Steve Ballmer, man. Like he has so much <laughs> energy and like to do all that. Yeah, then Kawhi just screws you over. <laughs> oh. Dude, that would be this, so. That would be colossal. Like he would be you know booed. You know who's to blame for this? Who? Jimmy Butler is the blame for this, right? Why? If Kawhi first asked, Paul George was not at the top of Jim or Kawhi's wish list, obviously, because why would he be? So he asked a few <laughs> guys. I think one of them was Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler said no because he was going to go to Miami or whatever. He asked Jimmy yeah, Butler to team up with him in, in Clipper and yeah, in to come LA? to Clippers with him. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy said no. Okay. He's going to Miami, and then so Kawhi settled for Paul George. But he could have had Jimmy, and Jimmy was a free agent, so they wouldn't have had to give up so many picks and everything, too. Yeah. Like, I mean, Jimmy, I, I just think the Clippers are, like, missing that identity. Maybe that just, like, guy they can revolve, you know, like, really revolve well, around. Well, it's because neither neither Kawhi nor Paul George are leaders. Like, they don't know how That's to, like, thing. get the Jimmy team on their back. and for them. Yeah. Like, they need that guy. I thought Beverly I think, could be that guy, but he's just not, like. Yeah. You know? Kawhi, like, who, who in the Clippers locker room is the guy screaming at the team, like, saying, Rondo. we got, like, Rondo? Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, I agree, but like, that's tough. He he literally like just got there. Like, exactly. that's the hard part. <laughs> he just got there. Yeah. Oof, that's so hard. Like, I mean, I feel like I could see him like doing his like passionate rant in the locker room, and everyone's just looking at him like, okay, <laughs> cool. Exactly. <laughs> like, who are you again? What's your name again? Like, <laughs> yeah. That's tough. And like, man, I need. I get like Kawhi wants to do his little like his little like shy personality, his quiet thing, but like he needs to be a leader. He needs to step up and that's just not him though, right? Like I just don't think he'll ever be that guy. 
And Toronto got, I mean, you, Kyle Lowry again. Like, San Antonio right. obviously had, like, Tim Duncan, like, guys like that. I mean, would he rather lose than be that guy? I just don't even think he can be that guy. <laughs> right? I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Paul, Paul George can be that guy. Why isn't Paul George that guy? <laughs> well, he, Paul George cannot be that guy because if he's going out there shooting three for 30, who's going <laughs> to listen to him? <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Like, come on, bro. Oh, you gotta, you gotta at least show up. You can. <laughs> and with that, both it, of us are gonna go. <laughs> go one ahead. really quick thing: if the Clippers lose a series, is Tyloo out? Is he getting? Fired? Yeah, they they have to fire him after that. Like, I agree. I'm sure he was very a big part of wanting to lose the tank those last two games and get oh, the yeah. Mavericks. Yeah. And then they lose the Mavericks, and then especially if they like lose this series pretty handedly, like. You were oh, yeah. just completely out coached, and you should, like Rick Carl is a good coach, but you shouldn't be like completely out coached by him in the, in the playoffs. With like the talent that you have, yeah, right. Um, if they, they don't make it to the conference quiet. finals, I think he's out. I think he's got oh, to make wow. it to the conference finals. Wow, who do they, they play next? The Utah, oh yeah, yeah. And like, true. come on, they have so much more talent than Utah too, especially yeah. with the tanking they did. Like, come on. Oh, I hope if the Mavs blow this, that'd be so. I'd be so sad for Luca. <laughs> yeah. I'm really um, going for the Mavs right now. Big <laughs> Mavs fan right now. So Yeah, join the squad. Join the squad. All right, with that, Doc and I are both gonna go to the hoop and make sure we don't shoot three for thirty next time. So we're not we're not pulling out our inner Paul Georges. Exactly. And we will talk to you once this first round is over and once we get all the second round matchups. I'm sure that maybe some second round series will start by the time we do the pod, but we'll be back soon. As always, this has been Outside the Zone. <laughs>